Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 11th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. Fantastic. Weather warmed up here. We're, you know, I don't know, enjoying a Mother's Day. Mom is worse for the wear, so I got to pick up, you know, pick up the slack a little extra, as you would anyways on Mother's Day. But Too much you know, partying on Mon- Mother's Day Junior. <laughs> Justifiable worst for the wear situation, Mother's Day. Um, how are you? I'm doing good. I had to. I had to get my first. Uh, you know, I'd be Mother's Day. You know, expecting yeah. Mother's Day. Congrats! How does that work? Uh, I, we don't want to get into a whole. You know, when is life conceived? Where this is a big. Uh, you know, abortion debate or life. When is life? You know, are you a mom at conception? Are you a mom at birth? All that. Well, that's a little too heavy for two idiots talking golf. But where, I feel, what is I feel like though? she's going through a lot more than I'm going through these days. So I, I, I you know, I we celebrated a little, a little bit of Mother's Day. Not a, she's not a mother. big Mother's Day, but uh, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's Mother's Day. Got to okay. treat it that way. I, I would say so. Yeah, my, uh, my, my brother and you know his fiance got a dog recently. Oh wow! And my wife, I think, texted them like "Happy Mother's Day to you" for the dog. It's like, eh, I don't know about that. It's like we've, a new puppy. We've got a dog, and I, I didn't. I haven't celebrated Father's Day. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into it. Um, by the way, you know how I, I talked about the weather. Mm-hmm. This is like an all-time, you know, boon stimulus for weather small talk. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all people like you just get on a conference call, you meet, see somebody on the sidewalk from a distance. Like, you know, weather talk was always kind of the default small talk, you know, crutch. But this is just exploded now because that's all you can talk about, really. It's like, how's the weather there? The weather's good. Weather is supposed to be good not tomorrow. When's it going to be a couple of days? Just a complete uh, proliferation of weather talk. Let right? me tell you something. The weather's complete shit here. <laughs> a lot of pictures of snow. I mean, as if this weekend, as if no one's ever seen snow before. And, you know, we were aware it was snowing in Ohio and New York, apparently, Connecticut, Chicago. Was it, I think, right? No, no. Nothing? No. no. But everybody's Not my got part. Well, the thing is, it's just like tacos. You know, it's a a thing that everybody can have an opinion about. But why has everybody got to take the video of a couple flakes falling out their back porch, off their deck? Like, we've so yeah, thanks. Great. Well, the thing I was interested in is the snow in Rochester, New York. Oh, there we go. See, now we have a real-world application for this. Got the PGA in next year. That would be happening this week, right? 
this coming week, I think, right? Yeah, it's week the after week Mother's after Day. Mother's Day. Slot. Yeah. yeah. And we have snow. How about the players tweeting out pictures of the old Mother's Day slot and said, show your mom this picture of the flower island as a stand-in for flowers. That was a tweet, whispers, to show her the picture of the flower island. Well, it's hard to stay relevant. Uh, you know, and these, yeah, no, yeah, these people are grinded to make social content. I just, you know, why get your mom a bouquet of flowers and you can get her a flower barge, you know, an entire barge. Uh, you know okay. what they didn't do that somebody just reminded me uh, via text, listener? What? what? They didn't replay either of the Trinity Forest tournaments this weekend. They didn't do it? It's complete blackout. They're just erasing. They Las Colinas or just nothing? I think it was Las Colinas. I don't know. I haven't turned Golf Channel on in months. Man, I heard some not so good things about that new one where they're going. But oh, yeah, you're not, I don't know if you're allowed to. You're, you're the architecture person that you know when you dog a place it has more i don't uh, know i haven't seen impact. it i haven't but i, I just heard some unkind things from people who would be in the know uh okay got free rent though that is true that is true uh okay so do you have any comments on the oak hill thing i, I mean it's just other than what we've always said could get dicey <laughs> could have snow on the ground a little it's chilly legitimate possibility that it snows during the tournament <laughs> that'd be kind of fun anybody yeah. that grew up playing golf like competitively in the in the midwest or up sure. there probably northeast probably has played tournament golf in the spring with snow like i remember playing a tournament where it was snowing and that's yeah. a real thing. And that's what the, the PGA could be played with snow snow flurries. Yep. It's yep. could it's it's unlikely, but it's possible. Yep. That'd be something. That would be kind of cool. I mean, I don't know if if it's a major that might not go over too well <laughs> or, you know, at a classic hard tough golf course. I don't know. It, it, I mean, it was kind of charming when they did it at Dove Mountain for the match play and there was snow on the ground at the one day. But, you know, as charming as Dove Mountain could be, which is not very much. But, um, you know, you know, I don't know about a major snowing in a major seems a little off. You know how there's that term? A good. Oh, he's a good mutter. You know, he handles good bad weather. Who do you think would be a good snow snow player? A sledder. Who do you think would be the best snow player on tour? (sighs) It's a good question. Everyone's just gonna say Stricker. It's like, oh, he grew up. He does this all year. You know, that's the default. Everybody's gonna Zach, talk. Zach Johnson or Zach? <laughs> well, I gotta watch this video. Can we push this to one side? I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it yet? No. It's like a minute long. I, you know, whatever. Should I, guess, I just play it? The people are demanding that we break this down frame by frame. I'm gonna play it. Okay. Who who unearthed this uh, outside the cut? I think outside the cut unearthed it. What is it? It's from some PGA President's Tour Cup, show. President's it's forty-two Cup. seconds long. All right, right. Okay. All right, all right. So it's 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 Zach Johnson and Bryson talking about Tiger. He calls me Zach. Um, he calls me a lot of things, but that that would be the thing that he probably calls me the most is Zach. Z a t c h. He thought I was nuts. Thought I was crazy and very smart, apparently, which is not true. But Rain Man is actually kind of a compliment. It was cool. He's very 
cerebral when it comes to his golf game, but he's also extremely clever and downright funny at times. I don't think that Tiger's that funny. He thinks he is, but I don't think he is. And that that uh, day on, he uh, he gives me uh, all these different nicknames. He's calling me Beefy right now. I've gotten bigger and I look beefy, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. He calls me Zatch. Beefy. Beefy and Zatch. Hey, can I just say something? <laughs> so that's I mean, Zach what? Johnson that's Zatch and what Bryson that's Beefy. What the hell is Zach Johnson talking about, like, Z-A-T-C-H? That's what Tiger was calling him. I know, but it's still Zatch without the T. It's like a Thomas Thomas situation. Like, you don't need the T. Like, yeah, just because, right? I mean, the T, you know, Z-A-T-C-H. Well, we got that. We got it, but it's also Z-A-C-H. That's just, he's just reading your word, reading your name aloud. It's like catch. I don't understand why he's clarifying it with the T. Zatch. That makes no sense. How about Beefy and Rain Man? Call them Rain Man and Beefy. Oh, I thought he said Brain Man. I couldn't hear. I okay. think Rain Man. Rain Man and Beefy. I don't know. I mean, what do you want? How about John Rom last night? Tweeting about it, those, them some thick-ass boys when he was watching UFC. Damn, those some thick <laughs> boys. I wonder if Rom was, you know. Getting into the Smith Devereaux last night while watching the UFC. It's pretty funny, but I, I, tried, to, I tried to open the Magnum Smith Devereaux last night because yeah. we're running low on wine and yeah. wife put a kibosh on it. Oh, we came to that crossroads and barreled through it like well, four weeks. Well, your wife can drink. Mine can't. That's true. That's a good point. She, I, she was like, well, you're, you're, it's going to be such a waste. I'm like, I'll drink, the, drink it in the next two days. You want to know a particular moment of marital strife in the last week? Um, my wife, so we made sangria. She made sangria. And it called for a bunch of oranges, and she used some sumo citruses oh. on the sangria. And I did not react in kind to that real well. It's a peculiar moment. What do you think, about, any the, what do you think about the sumos? Uh, they were great. Fantastic. A lot of hype. But so, I mean, it was coming in. It was like a high bar to clear. I, don't, I got there. It was fantastic. As you said, easy to peel. My wife now mocks me because, you know, I asked her once about the sumo. She goes, oh, it's so easy to peel. Andy says they're so easy. She like mocks me now, rips on me. But when she put them in the singer, I was like, ah, I don't, I don't know about that. That's like the, that's the waste food, the compost. Yeah. You, know, you don't put the expensive good sumo citrus in the bottom of a pitcher where it soaks up you know, brandy and white wine or whatever you put in your. So anyways, uh, Zatch, beefy. Zatch. I just want to say Rom, I, Rom is the first documented, as far as I know, instance of a PGA Tour player using the word thick with two Cs. That's all I wanted to bring it up for. All right, we've got 10 minutes of he rambling. He to be very thick too. Rom? Yeah. yeah. He's a thick boy himself. <laughs> he really is. He really is. Thick thumb. What they put him in just kind of accentuates it. You know? He's got these tailorings odd. Okay. Um, i got a solid 11 minutes of total rambling on what we said was going to be a short episode. Let's go to the match. The match two, whatever it is, Capital One, the match two, you know, champions for charity. Uh, it is a go. It is set. We did push this off 
to talk about Brent Crenshaw for two hours. Go back and listen to that. Take your time with it, whatever you want to do with it. Uh, so we pushed this off talking about it Friday. We'll talk about it today. It's on. It will be at Medalist. It will be Sunday, May 24th. It will be on TNT, uh, several others. What is it? True TV, TBS maybe as well. Um, HLN. Is that like a Nancy Grace feed headline I, news? I hope, I hope Charmed about. is preceding it. It would only be fitting. We get TNT broadcasts. We got to get Charmed before. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. They should bring in Bobby Clampett, old TNT broadcaster. Um, what's the HLN feed? Are they going to have some like news people? Is that people? like the Home Living Network or something? I thought it was headline news. Oh. Nancy Grace shouting about, you know, the murder for hire of the pizza man or different things like that. Okay. Uh, so let's go medalist. What do you, you have any reaction? We heard all about this for a month, but I, it was unclear if it would get the final stamp of approval. I'm and excited push forward. for it. Seems like tiger and Phil, as we've mentioned, just wedged their way through as is there maybe right at this point, they're allowed to make this happen. Whether the PGA tour is on board or not. I You're think excited. this is uh this is great. I think it's gonna I think the match there next week at, at Seminole is gonna have a different it's gonna be very golf you know, people that are golf fans are gonna be super into it. I think the Tiger Phil Brady Manning match is gonna get a little bit more general interest, which I'm excited yeah. for. I think either way it's good for the game. It's gonna get eyeballs, it's gonna get people it's going to people are going to be like, oh, golf is something that it, it, golf could really come out winning in and with these little things because it's something that's safe and feasible for sports right now. Yeah. Yeah. We've been saying that for a while. I, I'm excited about it. I, something that struck a chord with me is what you mentioned uh, either last podcast or the one before that about how like having kind of normal Sunday, the normal Sunday routine of sports where, yeah, last dance isn't you know, sports, live sports, but it's something, right? It's something on the schedule. It's, and I was talking about that with my wife this morning. You know, it's just good to get a couple Sundays of stuff to have, uh, whether a time and a place to sit and watch. And I think like that's a little underestimated in all this is just the, the routine of, of being able to sit on a Sunday afternoon and have an appointment with something. And I'm excited about that. And like you said, I, I think, and as is obvious, there's a real chance to capture a big general bucket of people who don't care about golf. Otherwise wouldn't care about this with the Brady Manning aspect. Maybe they don't even care about those guys. They want to come in and kind of crack on them and rip on them or, you know, as Twitter gets mean in in that kind of way, but just, just capturing a bigger audience is huge. Fun format too. Yeah. What do you make of that? I love alternate shot. So first one, first nine is a four ball, right? Standard four ball, best ball. The back nine, second nine, whatever it will be, is modified alternate shot, which is, I think they're picking the best drive and playing alternate shot all the way in. And there's, well, there's some stuff with the modified alternate shot because it's going to be, do who do we want hitting this shot? You know, do we want Tiger from 200 in the bunker or, sure. or uh, Manning from, you know, 150 in the fairway? Right. And I think one of the things playing metal, I haven't played medalist a handful of times. Um, there, there are some very scary shots out there for like a regular golfer. 
<laughs> like there are some very it's difficult a, what, second what is it, shots. Norman and uh, Nor- is it, Norman and Di. Yeah, Die. It Norman Die. It's Bobby Weaver recently. Or... It's really got a lot of shit going on with it. it I mean, <laughs> There's kind of shit in your <laughs> What's cool? The golf course is okay. I think there's a lot better golf courses in South Florida, but the the hang, the atmosphere, yeah. you know, the culture there is a very cool thing. Um, okay. Great locker room, um, but the uh, the golf course it's it's not easy. Especially, it's probably it's pretty easy for a tour pro, but it's it's not easy for a regular golfer. If you spray one, it's good. You're gonna be in some shit with snakes and gators. I heard that the fairways are wide, but once you get off them, it's like exactly find your ball or kind of thing like that. Yeah. It's like really generous, but once you get exactly it's, it's the lost ball. So, you know, for pros, they don't lose a lot of balls out there, but for the regular golfer, lots of lost balls. I imagine like the course is kind of, I mean, it's, it's not really, I think the hardcore golf fan will have more interest in the the first match, the the seminal one. Yes. Just because of the course, right? But, you know, the wider sports audience world doesn't necessarily pick up on that or know about that or have a desire to get peek behind those gates. Whereas, like, for this kind of thing with Brady and Manning, it's more of like a Ryder Cup thing where, yeah, it could be elevated, but it's also not the priority at this point. Yeah, uh, and, and to be... I think that the wider audience might have more interest in in the metal, in medalists because medalists. Okay. because it's the home to all the all the tour play. Oh, this totally. is where Tiger goes and plays all the time. Yeah. They got the Tiger tees, like you know that that's gonna be it's catnip. Is that like officially what it's called, the Tiger tees? I heard. Yeah, it's, they're, it's they're, an extra six hundred yards or something it's, off the championship. It's like seventy eight hundred yards. They're in just obscenely ridiculous positions. And they're really called the Tiger Tees. I believe so. I as I, re- I remember when they put them in. I think they're called the Tiger Tees. I, I heard there's one on the first that's like on the other side of a marsh or something. Oh yeah, it's, Crazy. it's insane. Crazy. <laughs> it's so far. That's like a. 260 yard carry or 200 something crazy to get over the marsh and right out of the box (laughs) for like if you if you're not really long like it's right out of the box you better hit the hit the drive really solid or else you're (laughs) you're, you may not get be getting off the first tee uh and so brady is an eight handicap allegedly manning's allegedly a three and a half i don't know what that means do they get shot i don't know I don't think so. Doesn't right? seem. I, I mean, I think they're probably just going to play a straight best ball. I'd like thing, that. Right? You can't start putting strokes in there, right? But be, if they did the strokes, there'd be some good banter, you know? Yeah. I assume Brady is not. I assume Peyton's been playing a lot, right? He's retired. He has an interest in the game. Tom's got, you know, all sorts of their obligations going is on brady kind of like ricky in a way where he What's he never that? says anything interesting it seems like it right like just tons of endorsements but you know and everybody thinks he would be really interesting but he's not that interesting i think he was probably like a really normal cool person and then he's just so so famous for so long and, and has such a bubble around him and you know 
because he has to have a bubble that he's probably kind of maybe weird and muted now, but I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing like the whole TB 12 method thing is a little odd. I loved the Tom Brady, Michigan football team with Anthony Thomas. You did big 10 rival. Well, I was a Michigan fan growing up. You were. Yeah. Interesting. Not Northwestern hometown team. No, I fell in love with the fab five. Oh, okay. Gotcha. What does that have to do with football? It's just transition blood into Chance football. It, yeah. And I love okay. Tim Biaka Batuka. Remember yeah, that guy? He's a good one. Yeah. yeah. He shredded Ohio State that one year. Yeah. Um, okay. We're way off course here. So this is a good event. We're happy with it. Medalists, you have any other comments on medalists? Fine venue for this. Tiger has a bit of a home course advantage. Does that I, matter? I, no, it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Trying to wind you up. It, it doesn't. There's no. Did you see these lines? They're That's ridiculous. What I was Next. Why? Why are people. Why would anybody bet on Tiger and Phil or Tiger? It's like both matches. The lines are absurd. So, so Woods and Manning are minus 200, is what I see, versus Mickelson and Brady plus 150. Who's I don't betting, know what that. Who's betting my, Woods Manning minus 200? It's golf. It's like a crapshoot. Yeah. I will say another thing about this is like, it's good to know Tiger is upright and healthy. That would seem to be kind of an actual question around the players. He might be sweating a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Profusely, I imagine. How about Rory and DJ being minus 223? Fowler and Matthew Wolf plus one sixty five. Get it up! I might just put n- next month's uh, you know mortgage on it. <laughs> I don't advise that, but I, that's just all name stuff. Probably the general public doesn't know who Matthew Wolf is yet. How, right? how ridiculous is that? This is what yeah. happens at the match play every year. Yeah, like you people did. are going to be comparing this to Jackie Robinson this if, if Fowler or Wolf wins. Lucas Beauregard being compared to Joe Namath. Yeah. That is true. It is. It's golf. It's eighteen holes, right? Skins match. Yeah, so it's interesting. I, I don't. I mean, I think there's a thirst for sports to be, uh, for sports to gamble on. So they're gonna just, you know, chop this up and provide lines and props, soup to nuts on everything. Um, but yeah, th- they should be pretty even, closer. Closer to even. I don't know. This is not our area of expertise, right? It just seems they're ridiculous. Doing. They're trying to make money. They're t- they think the public's going to rush to them, right? Like, I mean, that's re- legitimately. If they played ten times, like I would say, Rory DJ might win six or seven times. That doesn't translate to minus two twenty three. Sure, sure. And that format's just what two on two skins, right? yeah. All the way through. Nothing changing in the middle. Would have been cool if they had done a little bit different uh, format there. I listened to your Seminole podcast over the weekend. Oh, thank you. It's good. Has me fired up. Yes. I mean, I could listen to Bill Core talk about, you know, read the telephone book as the cliche goes, just with that trawl. Um, but yeah, just talking about the ridges and the basins and all this stuff as a neophyte, it, it sounds cool. I'm, I'm excited to look about it. It's look, really look cool up. to look at on Google Earth. Because what you'll see is like the property, it, you know, obviously it abuts the ocean and there's a yep. bunch of greens on that. 
And then there's a bunch of greens on the other side of the property. And those are the two ridges. And as Bill s- described it so perfectly, it's it's like a salad bowl with two giant forks in it. Yeah, that was a cool analogy. <laughs> and I loved ZB's point that like skins, you're going for birdies. So some guys are just going to get blown out to the yeah, out to sea, getting aggressive, going for it. I that was yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's a, such a simple course. It's in the sense it's simple, but it's so hard to do that. And, but it's playable for everybody. Like if you stay below the hole, it's really, you know, you can shoot a good score, but it's really, really hard to stay below the hole because the greens are typically situated on those ridges. So you're playing up to them and then it's always windy. Mm-hmm. And then the holes all play slightly different d- d- directions. So you're never right. used to, okay, we're into the wind. It's a two and a half yeah. club wind. One hole is a, it's a one and a half club wind blowing quartering. The next yeah. hole, you're right into it. It's a three club wind. Like it yeah. just is always changing. And, and that's why it makes so much Ben Hogan's quote about if you can play Seminole, you can play anywhere because if you shoot really good scores at Seminole when it's windy, that means you can really control your golf ball. Yep. Yep. Uh, so anyways, unsolicited, I'm biased, but recommend listening to that. Certainly in advance of that match coming up this, uh, this Sunday. And it's sure. I don't know, compact. Yeah, yeah. It's not us rambling about Crenshaw for two hours. So wanted to keep it short. Yeah, it was good. Good. Okay, um, anything else on the match? Any broadcast? We're going to talk about this, obviously, like before it happens, after it happens quite a bit. Anything else on that? Any broadcast quirks or techniques or, you know, personalities you'd like to see involved? Do you want, do you want Pat Perez back screaming? No. Samuel L. Jackson shouting about Capital One stuff? No. I'd love, um, I'd love if they barred mentioning the teammate thing. Or the Oklahoma State thing. Uh, oh, I'm talking about medalist one. Oh, medalist one. Yeah, that's one. true. I mean, like Turner, because like they have, you know, they don't have a golf team. They could get loose. And I, I would. I like bring... Barkley. Barkley was yeah. great on the last one. Yeah, would be cool to see Johnny Miller. Could they like just bring him off the bench? He may have an exclusivity thing. Is there any member at medalist that's just an all-time personality and storyteller that could? I mean, obviously there are several, but that would, you know, jam on publicly on TV with the microphone in his face. You kind that of, would be uh, kind of cool. ambush me. I don't, I don't have one offhand. I don't know. I'll have to think about. You're gonna have to get a jupe scoop. Might somebody who knows the course, somebody could tell stories about what happened there, this spot, or you know, or about the players. The I'm thing about that club, though, is it's not like a, it's, it's not like a really clubby club. Like people go there and they do their own thing, kind of place. Okay. That's why the pros like it is because nobody yeah. bothers them. It's not like yeah. you're, you know, yeah. I don't. Yeah. You get yeah. this, they. I guess you could get somebody that could tell you all the worst ball sixty six stories <laughs> from Tiger's rounds out That's there, true. comeback rounds. That's true. But again, I just think it's an opportunity to be. It'll probably be a little different with Turner. They, they don't have a built in golf team like the other one, NBC Golf Channel. I, I don't know. We'll see what we get. Um. All right, that's it. We'll, we'll talk plenty more about that preview, review, all that other BS. Um, okay, other news. We we pushed off on Friday. VJ versus the Corn Ferry Tour. Is this a hard one for you? I I, I mean, 
So I think there's two sides of this, right? Your your points on reinstated AMs are very clear. Your points on J. Don Blake taking spots in opposite field events are very well established. Is this of that same vein? Are you able right. to wow. should should VJ be able to play in Corn Ferry tour events? Yes, he's earned the right. Mm-hmm. Should morally in this situation with Corn Ferry Tours probably being hurt financially as much as any professional golfer, should he be taking the spot in the event? Morally, no. Technically, he can't play. So it comes down to a policy versus morals debate, which I think is why you have people so polar opposite on each side, right? Yeah, it was grist for the take mill. You know, everybody had a take or a think piece on this by Friday afternoon. A lot of calls. What's your think piece? I don't know. Uh, I just, I mean, it's been a little overcooked already. Uh, I mean, he doesn't need to play it, but he has every right to do it. That's, that's I guess that would be my point. I think, it, I think he doesn't look great doing it. I think the Brady Schnell thing kind of, I don't know that he's the voice of the KFT, but he kind of became <laughs> he looked really bad. <laughs> piece of trash or whatever. He's like, I'll say it to your face. Your piece. He's apologized since of course, but um, like, I don't know that he is that the prevailing sentiment of that tour. It might be in more kinder, gentler terms, but it kind of became he was the stand in voice of the rank and file in the KFT. And I don't know that that's accurate either. But uh, I am kind of with you. Is he taking a spot? That's a separate kind of byzantine sort of question what are where would that go i saw somebody tweet and it was i thought it was pretty spot on the only person that should be mad at vj singh is the first alternate yeah yeah well that's uh, here's duvall duvall defended him so did phil in a tweet duvall said um you don't take a spot away from someone who doesn't have one you either have a spot or you don't i've never agreed with the argument you're taking away a spot you're either exempt or you're not and if you're not exempt, you're in the same boat as everyone else. So he was kind of, wh- why not? He gets to be at home and play a competitive event. What's wrong with that? That's the other thing. It's like it is in his backyard. He's not going out of his way to fly to wherever, Louisiana or Columbia or I don't know. To and play. you got to admire that he, at age 57, he's grinding still. Yeah. Yeah. But there's the whole thing of like he's made whatever ungodly sums of money. And uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he cuts whatever he wins. Maybe he deposits it in Brady Chanel's account. I, maybe, and, I mean, I don't think he's playing for the money, right? He's obviously playing because he's a, a crazed competitor and grinder. He just wants reps. Um, I don't have any other thoughts on that. Phil, I thought Phil had an interesting kind of tweet about it. It's obviously we don't get along, but he went straight at it. He's like, we subsidize the KFT. VJ's been, a, he's a Hall of Famer. We subsidize the KFT. And that gets to much more, I don't know, touchy subject of like, yeah, the KFT's taking the brunt of whatever reconfigured, rejiggered scenario coming out of this. But um, I, I think the separate issue is that tour subsidizing the KFT should have more openings for some of these KFT guys. That's where your problem is, right? You've got all these kind of, uh, a 75 after the FedEx Cup, you know, 125 and higher. Like a lot of those guys 
they're not the ones subsidizing the KFT, but yet they, you know, could make that argument. I think this it, it illuminates one of the issues with the tour status thing, right? Yeah, with VJ here, it's like okay, especially given the circumstances of of what's going on. Yeah, that yep. that maybe. Th- Maybe the tour should throw away some of the these status rules for the time being. Yeah, like the three hundred cut status should be thrown out the fucking window <laughs> because sent in and as we as we talked about last week, sent in and Henry have made a combined or earned a combined fifteen or sixteen FedEx Cup points and fifteen starts. All right, these guys are not competitive; they shouldn't be there. Like they and, and when you're gonna have guys scrambling to get starts in, yeah, that's when it should go out the window. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I was I just thought. Go ahead. You have more you want to say on that? I mean, the, we're in a really weird time in the world, yeah. right? Yeah. And a lot of status quo things, like ta- your tax payments, got pushed back. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. if you're the PGA Tour, I think it's time to say, put your hats on and say, all right, like. Maybe we should make some temporary revisions to the the statuses and the rules. Like Keith Clearwater is in the the first we're, event back because he's a past now. champion. We're, well, we're it's just like it's just a ridiculous thing. You've got two hundred guys that need to make starts, and they don't know when. You know, if Colonial plays, they don't know if if Travelers is playing the next week. Yeah, they don't. They, you know, that's a that's very uncertain. So, how about we do ourselves a favor and not have Keith Clearwater in the field? And your proposal is the Dean Beeman thing, or sixty, and then no, it's not even that. It's just okay. okay. Let's let's take a look. We're in we're in an, a situation we've never been in before. Let's modify some things, some existing rules that we have, and and one of them would be people hanging on to status. Another one I would look at is major medicals. Let's not just extend. Okay, if you're on a major medical, you don't get a play in this current situation until we're back to normal operations. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? I'm okay with that. I mean, we're in 20. I mean, those the guys year is 2020. Really those guys might need to get out there and figure out if they're going to have a job or can play for a job anymore. And just uh, it would, the They're getting without. paid like 20 grand a month. That's true. I don't know about that. But yeah, that's true. They do have the... It's like 10 to 20 grand. It's not like they're... Yeah. We're, it's not like these people are out of a job, major medicals. A, they're getting paid. Not like they don't have a pot to piss in. Right. Okay. I, I think... Don't, I, the, Go ahead. the situation, the people that have earned a spot on the tour should be playing on the tour. Sure. And it but. should not be hanger on status bullshit that we see week in, week out. Like right now, given the circumstances of the world, adjustments need to be made. And we live in the, the beauty is we live in 2020. So. Yeah. These things can be done seamlessly and communication can be made. It's not like we're mailing letters to people's houses to yeah. let to inform them of their change status on tour. There's a beautiful thing called cell phones and email, which allows instant communication with people no matter where they are. 
uh, TikTok. They could send them TikToks. Exactly. Right? Chain smokers. To, you know, that was a hit around the chain smokers. It give the PGA Tour social team more to do. That's true. That's uh, you know. While you're on the subject of getting creative, I thought Adam Schupach had a pretty good column in Golf Week at some point in the last week. Not. Did you see that by chance? I did read that. Like he went at the golf world pretty hard. Shoebox pretty even-handed, you know, long tenured reporter. He wrote a book about a commissioner. He was an autobiographer yeah. of, a, of of a commissioner's book. So he's you know balanced. He just said, you know, he thought golf world really failed an opportunity to get creative and fill a void and. No, I get March like we're just trying to pick up the pieces and figure it out. But like April, like I don't know whatever it was like NASCAR had the e-racing things, you know, simulator racing. He just thought like they kind of failed to take more of the pie when they or take fill the void when they could have and get creative with a sense of urgency. Now I get a lot of people at the tour were just scrambling to figure out how to pick up the pieces of their season. But it just felt yeah, it did feel like either way. I'm just recommending the read from someone whose voice you know, should have a little bit of weight. Maybe you think we're too cynical or we complain too much. We try not to, but you know, this is someone I'd say taking even stronger stance than we have on, on their failure to get creative. And like, I'd love to see a one-on-one match between JJ Henry and Senden to see who gets the 300 cut exemption <laughs> for the fantastic. rest of the year. That's fantastic. You could do it anywhere. Do it in somewhere around Dallas or Fort Worth, wherever JJ lives. I don't know. That- Do it on track, man. Have it be a simulator match like the Euro sure. Tour Tour just did. That's a good that's a good one. The fight for Mr. 300. Yeah. Ma- major medical bucket. You could have a, a tournament for major medical. We're only giving five out this year. We're only going to give five spots per tournament. And there's the a infirmary, qualifier. Cla- the infirmary classic. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. All the major medical guys hobbling into the simulator. <laughs> That'd be a fun one. That's not bad. See, we just came up with a couple ideas, right? Like that. I don't know if it would pass the member member run organization policy board, but all right, let's move on. VJ versus the KFT. No, no easy answers. Is that our? Is that our conclusion? I mean, he could play. He, the guy. He can do whatever he wants. He finished the other thing. Is he finished T six at Bay Hill last year? Yeah, Honda. Right? Honda. Yeah. He was in the final group or one of the late groups on Sunday. I think it was Honda. Yeah, it was Honda. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Other news. Pepperdine Sahith Thigala wins the Haskins Award and Furman's Natalie Srinivasan wins the uh, what is now known as the Annika Award. So, so I don't have much to add. You know, Furman's, the, I think, the first yeah. school to have a Annika and Haskins Award winner. Second, I think. UCLA. Oh, Faxon was tweeting about that. I mm-hmm. saw uh season cut short but they've done enough both seniors they win the award i love when small schools have winners of national awards and that here we had two which yeah, is really cool i think good personally stuff. uh so congrats to them another merido event is happening that's news you know hovland spieth you know that's big news as long as they're raising money i can't you know whatever they had scoring last time but yeah, just another chance to like get action, get even fill if it's some just sort somebody periscoping it. Yeah. Like Periscope. honestly, is Periscope still a thing? Yes, yeah, the way you do on Twitter. Okay, like uh, any uh, anything, it right. gives people things to watch. Further news: um, 
We have apparently coming this week, the tour plans to announce their health and safety measures, like for some of the nuts and bolts of how they're going to do this and how this is coming back. Uh, Tyler Dennis, you know, said they're on track. Everything looks good. Dennis the Menace. <laughs> this is from golfchannel.com. You know, according to sources familiar with the development of the new plan, the idea will be to limit exposure by utilizing a single hotel creating extra space on site for social distancing it remains to be seen if the new plan will require players to use caddies after some initial pushback from players um and then obviously we mentioned brendan todd on a call said you know they're going to do it yourself test at home a test when they arrive on site and then maybe another test in midweek mid-tournament so that appears like we'll get some details specifics this week lots of testing they could install one more test the driver test. <laughs> CT test. It's not hard. Just do it. Maybe it's not as serious or life and death, but... Well, it would require touching. That's the one problem. You have to hand the driver That's to... True. What do you think about the caddy question there? I'd heard from some like caddy programs that are coming back at a few clubs I know of where it's... But like, you, they can't carry... They don't carry the bag. They either drive... The, they drive a cart... Or they walk without carrying the bag. It's, or they four caddy and read putts, basically. They don't clean your ball. They don't touch the clubs or carry the bag. I mean, that seems to work as a way to get caddies some work. But I don't know about You don't do that on tour, obviously. I feel bad for the caddies in a way. Because they're, you know, if you're, obviously, everybody, the guys that are carrying top bags make a lot of money. But yeah. some of the guys, especially, say you came up with a young guy, like they yeah. risk a lot of financial future to get up there. It's not the most glamorous job. And uh, I I would love to see caddies, but obviously that involves touching and contact, which is tough, you know? Yeah. But I do like the idea. The The cart thing and the, um, the four caddying thing makes a lot of sense to me. For like course, private clubs and courses mm-hmm. or on tour. Would you do it on? You wouldn't do that. I think I on tour it would work too. It would work. They could just essentially walk with the guy. So players carrying his own bag, cleaning his own ball, and then the the caddies just maybe getting yardages and reading putts. And Who stuff. would carrying their own bag be the biggest disadvantage to? That's a good one. The thick boy might put like weights in the bottom of his bag, kind of like you know, make it more of a workout. Could Price hurt it. Zatch. <laughs> What is he, just this feeble old man? He's got a full head of hair now. He's not like Samson, you know? <laughs> I, drove, um, I drove past all the Urlacher Restore ads today. <laughs> That's a fantastic question. Carrying their own bag. It could get mean quickly. Who's the most, you know, infirm or out of shape player? Who do you think was know. the last guy to carry their bag? Who, who do you think carried their bag in the last, like, year? I don't know. Like I, mean, I know Z- ZB. Out? I've seen ZB carry his own bag. I've I played golf oh, off I play, tour. Yeah, off I've tour. played golf with a couple tour pros that have carried their own bag in the round that I've played with them. Sure. But I bet there's some guys that have never that haven't carried their bag since college. Since like junior golf, college. That's a good point. In anything, you're not even talking about tour rounds. Oh yeah, I'm you're saying talking about playing at the yeah. That's probably accurate. Uh, okay, that's a good question. I'll have to marinate on that one. Maybe we'll talk about it next episode. Who who are the weak links that won't be able to carry their own bag? 
All right. Other parts of that plan or, or potential plans, Memorial, pl- Memorial. Uh, they are scheduled for now to be the second event back with fans and a uh, tournament rep there. I think was talking to Columbus, Greater Columbus Sports Organization, something like that. Dave Shedlowski had a report in Golf Digest where they're going to monitor fans' movements. Said they've always done this or they've done this recently with like RFID chips and badges. And uh, so they can tell like if people are crowding around and they're going to ask them to not do that. Um, here's the quote guy named Sullivan at any time we can know around the golf course how many people are collecting in a certain area uh they said they've used it the last four years we're going to use that technology to make sure that we're protecting everyone around us protecting the folks that are inside those various venues make sure that we're monitoring effectively and producing a tournament that everyone can be comfortable with um also planning limited clubhouse access no grandstands no cash transactions temperature checks and elimination of all adult beverage and soda sales uh, so those are some of the things if we do have fans that it looks like we'd have in the earliest events back thoughts. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Profound. Thank you for your contribution. I, I, I think it could get, um, dicey. Interesting. If you tell people, you try to tell people to move and separate, like we're seeing a lot of like conflict out there in the country right now, which there shouldn't be like, come on, let's stay on the same page on this one. Like, I just think it could get dicey if you go to tell someone. Now, granted, hopefully people aren't going to be liquored up, no beer sales. Um, But like, if you try to tell people to move apart, it could present opportunities for conflict. Just the nature, like, they're going to all be watching the same four groups. How many people are, I guess, how many people are they going to let in? You know, how do you... I think at some point you get to a point where like, is it worth it to have fans with all these restrictions? Right. And that's not, a, that's not, I mean, if you want to go and you know, you can't get a beer or soda and you can't be with people and you can't, I don't know, there's, there's no grandstands. You're not going to sit down. I mean, that's, I guess you can go, but I, I don't know. It gets to a, a kind of a tipping point of whether it's even worth it at that point. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting though. Using technology, these. What I will appreciate is like people making like good faith efforts to figure out how to do this right and and do it safely. I agree, and I think that's a smart way to do it with the chips. Like that sounds like something that could be a scalable thing, but at the same time, it, it like you said, at what point is it not worth it? And like, you know, I, it's you just don't want to be in the situation where you're the first one to screw up. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, totally. That's a good that's well put. Again, we are a golf podcast. We want golf back to normal. We want we are so excited for these matches. We want fans at events. We want events back. Just, you know, trying to consider all the details going into these these reports. So mm-hmm. all right, anything else? No, that's, go? that's that's all I got. You I'm gonna do talk- end of end of podcast birthday shout out to Samantha Cleary, who turned three years old on Friday. Oh. Happy birthday, Samantha. It's maybe her dad. I think it's John Cleary can just play this at the end. So she missed the F-bombs before it and all that stuff. So happy birthday, Samantha. Sorry, Stella. Stella. <laughs> all right. Anything else? Did you, you sound like you're going to say something. I, I was just going to say, you want to talk about something else or are we good to go? We're good to go. Everyone enjoy your Mondays. Listen to our Crenshaw podcast. Buy the Bixby Shotgun Start Blend. 
coming up with some creative things hopefully to, uh, around that too additions goodies little uh knickknacks maybe for the subscribing crowd uh so enjoy your mondays and we will talk to you on wednesday